thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Coffee with Yvonne, a show for creatives and entrepreneurs. Oh my goodness, you're getting two episodes in the same week. I told you I was going to do better. You know, we're getting a little caught up after I was sick with the flu. If you missed that, just go back and listen to the last episode. I explained everything. Anyway, that being said, the holidays are coming like soon and I'm almost there with my holiday shopping. At this point, everyone's getting digital gift cards, but I'm super happy to feel better Having a cold was the absolute worst with the flu. And, you know, it's just in time for the holidays because I love everything about the holidays from the movies to the hot cocoa to like all the fun things you could do around the DMV area from light installs to different events. That being said, we have another great episode for you today with another special guest. So grab your coffee or your hot cocoa with a little Baileys in it and let's chat. Before we get into this week's episode, you know we have to talk about our industry news segment called What's the Brew? In our first story, let's pull up something good for ya. Oh, this is cute. Okay, Apple Music. Apple introduces Apple Music Sing, expanding their world-class lyrics experience with a new feature for fans to easily sing along to tens of millions of songs. This was reported by Apple.com came directly from their newsroom via press release. And the great thing is, for those of us who love music, I have Apple Music myself. I swear by it. I know there are Spotify girls out there. Respect to you. But Apple Music is just preferred for me. Apple Music has this ability when you're listening to songs to pull up the lyrics themselves and kind of like sing along to it. Now, for those of us who grew up in a household where your mama or any family member is a singer, you know when it comes time for carpool karaoke or just singing around the house, you got to give vocals and you got to give them correctly. And mom, if you're listening, my mom always wants to be Beyonce, Whitney, or Mariah whenever it comes time to sing a song. So this feature might be great for someone like her. The new feature, coupled with the lyrics, allows for people to basically take the song that they love and pull the audio format of it and sing atop the lyrics while they're listening to the song that they know. For example, if you want to sing Adele's Hello, It's Me song, it will pull up the actual instrumentals for you and then the lyrics themselves paired with it will allow for you to sing along with the song. According to their team, they stated, Apple Music's lyrics experience is consistently one of the most popular features on our service, said Oliver Shusher, Apple's vice president of Apple Music and Beats. We already know our users all over the world love to follow along to their favorite songs, so we wanted to involve this offering even further to enable even more engagement around music through singing. It's really a lot of fun, and our customers are going to love it. What does this feature include? It will include adjustable vocals, with users now having control over a song's vocal levels. They can sing either, like I mentioned, with the original artist's vocals, take the lead, or mix it up on millions of songs on Apple Music's catalog. You'll have the real-time lyrics feature, again, to sing along to their favorite lyrics. And you'll also have background vocals as well. The vocal lines sung simultaneously can animate independently from the main vocals to make it easier for users to follow. And then for those of us who have the Beyonce's and Mariah's and Whitney's in our lives, you'll have duet view. 
Duet View will allow for multiple vocalists to show on opposite sides of the screen to make duets or multi-singer tracks easy to sing along to. Now they did mention that this will be available later this month for Apple Music subscribers worldwide. So hopefully just in time for the holidays and you know to really get into the new year while you're at your New Year Eve parties. In our next story, let me find something good for you. Do, do, do. Please hold. Oh, this is cute. Oh, this is adorable. The corn kid. Remember that kid on that viral video that goes, corn? I love corn. Well, he's collecting not just corn, but also his bags. So the seven-year-old Tariq, and this was reported by The Shade Room, went viral after he expressed his love for corn, is now officially working with vegetable company Green Giant, and they are teaming up to give back this holiday season. According to the news reported by PIX11 News, Tariq, who is now known as Corn Kid and Green Giant, came together to donate 50,000 cans of corn to City Harvest in New York City. Green Giant also donated an additional 40,000 cans of their other vegetables for Thanksgiving. The cans will be distributed to food pantries and soup kitchens throughout the New York City area. Tariq has shared, he is so adorable by the way, Tariq shared that it makes him feel great to know that his donation will help those in need who are in need of a Thanksgiving meal and holiday meal this season. In addition to this great donation, he also teamed up with Green Giant to create corn-filled dishes and said, Thanksgiving and the holidays is practically about corn. I mean, every day could be a holiday if you get to eat corn at some point, but this is one day that we will get to stay home with family, watch a big parade, and then eat corn. Lots and lots of corn. It's my favorite day of the year. Wish him nothing but the best, sweetest little boy ever. And his video, if you haven't pulled it up, it's available on TikTok, I believe. So you can definitely watch it and see his cute, adorable reaction to corn. In our final story, a black woman created a nail polish line that caters to darker skin tones. This was shared on Because of Them We Can, founded by Unique Jones. By the way, if you have not looked up Unique Jones, she's the founder of Because of Them We Can and also Cultural Tags, a really fun game you can buy at Target. Anyway, Jacqueline Carrington is a wife and mother of three children who founded the nail polish line People of Color. She decided to develop this line after six years of working in the property management industry, starting her beauty brand in 2019. Growing up, she was always drawn to fun, colorful nail polish, and rarely saw images of black, uh, fun, vibrant skin tones. Let me rewind that. I messed up a little bit. I'm human. Anyway, she was always drawn to pop of color nail polishes that have on different skin tones. So think reds, orange, fun colors, but she rarely saw those images reflected on brown skin. It wasn't until her three-year-old daughter came home from visiting grandma with her nails done that she got the idea for her beauty brand. The great thing is her polishes are vegan, cruelty-free, and considered tin-free, meaning it's free from 10 of the most common toxins found in majority of polishes on the market. Stated by her, the founder herself, People of Color is on a mission to celebrate and represent people of color through our nail polish collections and the stories that they tell. We want our tribe to know that our brand celebrates them and their beauty. From what I know right now, 
The nail polish is currently available, oh, on their website, Urban Outfitters and Lord and & Taylor. And she's also doing local markets in and around the Los Angeles area. She has colors like, for everyone, for the culture, they include Around the Way Girl, which is a lime green, Soul Glow, a glow orange, the Queen Collection, which highlights black queens from around the culture, and making sure that we she creates a colorful line that's for us and by us and cater to our audience. Love that for her. This week's special guest on Coffee with Yvonne actually reached out to me, and I was more than flattered and excited to have her on the show. Nakai Carey is an amazingly creative Black transgender woman who is based here in the DMV area. And she has her earring line, Carey Beauty by Nakai, with empowerment statement earrings and also has built up her brand as a content creator and a runway coach here in the DMV area, helping the girls get their stress together because some of them cannot walk in heels. But that being said, (laughs) she is my special guest this week. And I was more than honored to bring her on the show. Just as clarification, Coffee with Yvonne as a platform, as a podcast, embraces everyone, no matter what their background is. So if you don't like it, this may not be the show for you. And you can turn it off right now. I frankly don't care. But I want to make sure that you understand that when I have a special guest on my show, that their story has a right to be told, they have a right to be on my platform, and they have a right to be heard because everyone's voices matter and no one's voice will be silenced on my show. So please enjoy this interview, this very fun interview with Nakai Carey. Your tapings. I was thinking about getting those eventually. How do you like them? So it's, it's, I love them. Um, If you're not about that, like, keeping your real hair straight then it's not for that person but I, I have been October and I just took them out like two weeks ago mm. so they lasted a long time and um I kept them up pretty I loved them I like the versatility of it I was able to scratch and wash them and mm-hmm. all that so mm-hmm. I love that part about it see I'm not a weave girl but I do have a box of hair and yeah <laughs> For those who don't know, a box of hair is like, you know, you got your, you got your ponytails, your clip-ins, your curly clip-ins. Your go-to box, your go-to. Yes, yes. your go-to. It's like, what girl do I want to be today? Do I want to give yeah, them like- Yeah, yeah. And see, I was, you know? I was over the wigs. I'm over the wigs and I'm over like the full sewing. Cause like I said, when I want to get in there, I want to get in there. So I, I like them. Maybe you should try and just see and they're like, yay, or oh, I love them. That's, you, you gotta just try it. I might try it in 23. And one of my um girls who does my hair, you know, you gotta have multiple stylists here in the DMV area. Oh, yeah. Booked, but she specializes in tapings and she's been talking to me about it. So I was like, I might give her a try. Let's see what this budget looking like for 23. But anyway, yeah. anyway. Try it. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, we are recording. So for those who have been <laughs> listening to the beginning of our conversation, <laughs> As I mentioned, I have another special guest joining me today. And you guys, she reached out to me. I feel special, FYI. Yes. (laughs) But she is um, my special guest for today, Nakai Perry. Yes. She's a Black American transgender woman who was born and raised in Washington, D.C. DMV, stand up. All my natives, how you doing? (laughs) She owns a fashion accessories brand name, 
called Carrie Beauty by Nakai. The collection was made and designed for women and people empowerment. It was made to give you confidence while doing it all with fashion, beauty, and style. Nakai also works full-time as a lifestyle influencer and a content creator and has produced quality content that consists of fashion, beauty, travel, must-haves, branding events, whimsical content, and everything lifestyle. She has partnered with a number of brands, including Walmart, Panera, um, skincare brands, Plant Burger, Mod Pizza. She also started out modeling at local fashion shows and events in 2008 in Washington, D.C., later branching out and started teaching her own runway model classes as a runway instructor. From 2010 to 2014, Nakai started making custom avant-garde eyewear and apparel. Her designs were featured in numerous online and print publications, one being Sheen Magazine and worn by celebrities. In 2023, Nakai is focusing on expanding her accessories brand as a lifestyle influencer career and more with brand partnerships and collaborations. And with that being said, welcome to Coffee with Yvonne Nakai! introduction that was a lot thank you <laughs> receipts yes i was like okay she read the whole come on hi hi everyone i'm so happy to be here today thank you for having me yes 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 and for those who you know realize this is an audio format for a podcast nakai is giving us a look okay she has the braids in with the beautiful <laughs> color she has the marble um sheer um top the face is giving yes. what it's supposed to give. It's giving a beat. Meanwhile, me on the other hand, it's it's snowing, sleet, and whatever it is in the DMV. You're getting hoodie and knit um, beanie action. <laughs> so come on, that's okay. You know, but that we're still keeping okay. it for the culture because it's my Dap for Gap hoodie that yeah. I got. Uh, you remember Dapper Dan? Yes. Yeah, he did a collection for Gap not too long ago and another one that just sold out i missed it but uh they changed oh, wow. the gap logo to dap for dapper dan oh that's cool i used to work at gap years ago oh you did <laughs> i was a retail girly two years ago too Whew. i i pray for y'all <laughs> okay <sighs> Nakai, let's get into it. Okay, I have a lot of questions for you, and I know you're a booked and busy woman, not bored and broke. (laughs) Oh, oh, come on. I love it. So as someone who has loved fashion since I took my first steps for a pair of shoes, this is real, by the way, really was for a pair of shoes, I know how influential fashion can be in shaping who we are. What was the moment that you first discovered your love for fashion? Um, my love for fashion, I would say, really became seriously in like 2008 um, when I started doing fashion shows and modeling. I was like, my goal was to work in a magazine dealing with fashion style and all that. So I would say around that time, 2008 is when I really like stepped in fashion. Like, I, I like this. I can do this. And I really started to wear like my heels. I started to teach my girls how to walk in heels. And remind you, I've never been taught how to walk in heels it was just something that just came so I was like okay so around that time was like when I really started my love for fashion and clothes and stuff 
And for a lot of us, like it was always that moment, like I mentioned to you that, you know, my first steps were for a pair of shoes when I was a baby, you, you know, you mentioned like walking in heels and just instantly knowing how to own the heels. By the way, the mm-hmm. girls need lessons because I've seen them struggling out <laughs> in DC streets during brunch season. <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. You might need to pass your card out next time you have bottomless brunch. But well, listen. <laughs> No shade, no shade. You are a key. You are so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I know for me, growing up as a teenager in the early thousands, there was like an explosion of fashion-based shows on TV, like Project Runway, yeah. which I still watch to this day. And America's top model. model. Top model was that girl. However, yeah. despite these shows having a global presence, diversity and body inclusivity weren't really present. Do you think the industry has really changed a lot since then or has kind of stayed the same? No, I definitely think some stuff is still the same, but it has changed tremendously. Like with, there's a lot of actually plus size agencies and they want plus size. Like I'm a, I'm a part of a casting network site and they're always looking for plus size models. So it definitely has changed when it comes to like looks and uh, what they want I think more now so they go for the uniqueness the weirdness about you you know if you're albino if you have pigmentation if you have elf ears you know got teeth they really look for back then which is kind of like they want you tall they want you to weigh 10 pounds you know they want they want you to look a certain way back then but I think now it's a the politics is still some bs but um casting and talent I think that there is it's better now it's more open to different looks and you didn't find out a trans woman back then either doing it like that so mm-hmm. and i will have to yeah. give brands like i'm just going to name a few of my favorites target i give them credit for having more oh, yeah. inclusive ads universal standard which is a brand that i love to wear for their basics and jeans they do a great job in having models who are you know handicapped or um yeah or have you know maybe limbs missing and things like that but it makes them look empowered when they take the pictures and not like a charity case if that makes sense yeah yeah, I like that. And I see that too. I think since I'm on the wheelchair before, and I was like, that's cool. Like, I've never seen this. And I think everybody should be included. And also give those people who with disabilities say, I still can follow my dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's that's amazing to see and have. Yes, and Definitely. I think everyone needs to feel seen. Because I, one yeah. thing I love about fashion is the fact that anyone can learn how to become a designer or really tap into that creative field. However, not everyone is seen in their talents. You have the Brandon Blackwoods of the world. You have Telfar, who is known for his Bushwick Birkin. And you have other uh, Black-owned handbag designers who are coming up. You have transit transgender activists who are coming up in the scene. Like, uh, oh, what's our girl name? Oh, it's escaping me right now. She has a TV show on E. Oh, Laverne, Laverne, Laverne. Yes, Laverne, yes. You have women like Laverne Cox who are now on global platforms and having TV shows get her over. But I think there's so much more work that needs to be done in the state. Yeah, you know, definitely. And I, you know, uh, the trans community always say that don't use us you know, to get, to sell money or gay pride, you know, because we, we do bring numbers and we do sell and we want it to be genuine. We all, we are thankful for the opportunities that we're getting, but we want it to be genuine because there's still a lot of work to be done all around the board um, with trans and just, you know, being fair with women or just everything. It's so much work to be done. Um, but I, I, I love seeing like T.S. had a show on, I think we and 
She's doing her thing. I was watching Laverne Cox the other day and um, interview Angelica Ross from Pose. And, you know, I, I, what is it? I've actually sent Angelica Ross. Um, I, I met her. We had an interview like this. And she was on a set of American or Horror Story. So I was on a set talking to her while she was on there. I was like, I'm on a set. But I was on there. And at that time, I had just did, did a Taraji show. So, you know, I was like flaming, honey. So um, we did an interview and she was really, really sweet. Her team liked me. I saw her earrings and I also sent TS some earrings and they wore them. And it's like amazing to just see my stuff on these people and just wearing them around. You know, if somebody don't like something, they ain't gonna wear it. But they be wearing them out. She said, girl, I had them at the Christina Aguilera event. I, I'm like, really? So it's just so impactful, you know, to have this, you know, it is. And it's something that you every right have to feel proud about because you know yeah. some of my favorite shows that have been popular in the mainstream were pose i watched every single episode when it was on tv so good. one of my other so favorite good. shows that was just canceled legendary on hbo max i lived for that oh, show every single week it. because what i loved is it was given a spotlight to black and brown you know lgbtqia plus communities and queer communities that are not seen on a global scale because it's still unfortunately whitewashed in a lot of the stories that are being told. And I think that these shows are so important having, you know, people who are global superstars, who are uh, media personalities, who are designers like yourself, who are able to tell their stories and tell them authentically. And I think yeah, that's yeah. What, what's really what's missing from a lot of these spaces because everyone wants to get on the bandwagon, but it's very easy to do it and make it look inauthentic. Right. And you can't say we're not entertaining. Like I, I was mad when like Drag Race, we were Drag Race, Pose, all that stuff is, is entertaining and it's good to watch, it's good TV. So we was like trash, I can see that, but it's, it's good TV. It's very good TV because I screamed at my TV every week when I was watching <laughs> Legendary. Like I would stand, I had a fan at the time. Don't make fun of me, please. But but when when they would be judging and they would pull the fans out, I'm like, yes, Tim's across the board. Like I'll pull my fan out. <laughs> I, I started doing like this, you know, with the um the two. Oh, yeah. The two finger clap to approve, like, but yeah. it, it shows like how influential culture is across the board. And it's not trying to bite off of people's culture. It's trying to have a better understanding. So you have more of a broader lens of what is out there outside of your own bubble. Speaking, yeah. speaking of that, even though this isn't one of our questions, the queen herself, Beyonce. I'm going to try to bring on Beyonce as much as I can to inspire her to drop the visuals. Please just drop the visuals at this please, point. Beyonce, this, drop them, please. Months. But please. the queen, Beyonce, her latest album, Renaissance, which I just played this morning while working out, really spoke to the Black community in terms of house and culture, house culture. But it got yeah. so much backlash because people are like, well, this album isn't for everyone. Let's clarify that. In my opinion, I'll ask you yours. House music is for everyone because it started out in Black culture. People don't uh -huh. understand that. You had Donna Summers, you had uh, Diana Ross, and you had other dance artists who were inspired <laughs> by ballroom culture that was founded in Black and Brown communities that uh -huh. was also mentioned in Pose as well when it was on TV. 
This backlash I think Beyonce is getting from this Renaissance album really shows the ignorance that people do not have in having a broad spectrum of what the influence of Black culture is outside of that heteronormative perspective. So what is your thought on that? And like you said, it's not an LGBT thing. It's not a straight thing. It's like we utilize it and as well as it's been a thing already before that. So we just incorporate it. But it's like you said, it's that everybody feels good. I know so many um, heterosexual people who love house music and love that sound, you know? And we used to go to Baltimore, okay? We used to go to Baltimore and and Paradox and we used to like party. And there's so many people who love that, you know? And I think people just like to talk nowadays. Like people like to sit behind the keyboards and just talk and just sound dumb. I definitely don't think it's a, a, a it's for gay people. I think it's people who like to feel good. It's a feel good album. It's like, yeah, because when I first heard it, I was like, okay. And then once I hear, I was like, yes, I just feel so good. It just makes you feel that, you know? And that's for everybody. It's not for a specific group of people. And people just want to talk. Like, I'm so sick of people like, shut up but I don't that's my thought it's for everybody it's to make you feel good it's to make you like like you know you that girl it's to give you confidence it makes you feel good when you get in dress it just makes you want like just girl yes what you know it's just that I agree with you every time that girl comes on I I legit start yeah. doing my own video in my living room and I'm like it's not the diamonds like yeah <laughs> i love it i'm that girl like you just feel yourself so hard and you know switching gears i think when you have your your brand carry beauty by nike it really gives that same feeling as well to your wearers you want mm-hmm. them to feel empowered you want them to feel good about themselves yeah what was the inspiration behind it like can you tell me a bit more about that story so when i was designing so first i was doing um leggings and it just didn't work out like I, I couldn't find a good manufacturer it was just it was getting expensive trying to get like um makes of it it was just a mess so I said what can I I got to go out to the drawing board and I said what can I do that I want women to feel good to look good and they can wear every day I don't want something that you can't wear every day and so I, I said let me just test earrings so I found the manufacturer and I just said you know this is it I, it felt right and so I wanted women to feel like royalty because you are. And I wanted to, you know, everyone wants to feel like I'm beautifully made because you are that too. So I wanted you to feel a certain way, look a certain way. And it, it just gives you a little confidence. Like people say, what your earrings say? And I'm like, oh my God. So I like that. And then I wanted to incorporate things I really don't see. So the chains and size, like chains. So and I was like, hmm, not hyperallergenic, good material inspirational like all that so it was just basically a feel good accessory collection that you can wear all the time i want you to be able to go go to work i had so many girls say they wear these going out they wear them going to work they're a multi-purpose hoop and that's what i wanted um i love my customers say i forgot they did my ear because they're lightweight that's what i wanted so everything i did is with the feedback i get and i'm so glad that you know it came to life so that's what i wanted I love that you not only told me about why you created the line, but also gave the details about why someone should wear your line, like them being lightweight, mm-hmm. hypoallergenic. As someone who has um, sensitive ears, it's hard for me yeah. sometimes, you know, growing up. I love a good beauty supply hoop, just like anybody else. <laughs> but I did not love when it made my ears start itching in the middle of class, yeah. you know? Yeah. So 
when it comes to your earrings like what kind of statements do you like to include in your earrings do you like to include like um words of empowerment like what are the words that you usually include in those earring um statements so this is my first collection i'm working on a new collection for next year but the the things that i include is these ones are i am royalty you probably can't see it i am royalty and the other ones i beautifully made and this is my this is my box right here like the packaging and the, i like know, the packaging <laughs> Yes, the packaging, the box, and you know, they just let me see. Um, this one is beautifully made like that. Ooh, that's cute. Yeah, and this one is I am royalty. They come in both gold and silver. I am royalty. That's chain. So yeah, and it got the little rigid background. So and like I said, when you either one beautifully made, I am royalty, it just feel like a, a, a empowerment when you feel like it, you know, when you put it on. I love yeah. that for you. And are you thinking about in terms of like expanding your line, would you consider like creating colors for those? Like, you know, doing like a, instead of gold, doing like a pink or like a blue, like metallic color? Oh, people always like say, would you consider this? And I, I would, I, it's just the beginning. So who knows like what's next? And I take, you know, people, what they say I should do, but it's only the first collection. So I plan to grow this collection to all type of, different looks, styles and everything, but still keeping it good quality and lightweight. Cause I, that's one thing I studied before I did it. I told my manufacturer when they sent me prototypes, I said, oh no, this is heavy. We got to send this back and we got to go back to the drawing board because I looked at people's comments and see what they, other jewelry companies. And they were like, is they were too heavy? So I said, okay, I got to make sure that they're not heavy. No one wants their earlobe down to the ankles. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I made sure. So who it's endless, you know, designs and everything I, I could do. So yeah, I'm open to it all. I love that. What's the yeah. price point of your earrings? So the, I want to be affordable. I think they should be more because of the quality, but I want it to be affordable for everyone. So they're $29.99. Oh, that's actually very affordable. Oh, compared to some price I see online, very. Yeah, yeah. it's very affordable. And it's from a Black yeah. woman-owned brand. Like, why should you not support the culture? Yeah. That's just me. That's just how I feel. Yeah. But thinking about <laughs> everything you're doing outside of your jewelry line, you are such a multi-hyphenate creative with experience in design, content creation, brand partnerships, and to two-year-old yeah. horn with more receipts, you were a featured guest on DMV's own Taraji P. Henson's Facebook watch show, Peace of Mind. Yeah. Everything you have on going, like, how do you find that time to get your balance to really practice self-care? Because that's super important for creators because sometimes we just keep going, but we don't know when to stop. So where do you find your balance? You know, I'm still trying to find it because sometimes I want to just say, okay, brain, can I put you on pause today? Because it's always going. And I just, I, that's my downfall. Like, I just can never just stop. I'm always on to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Um... What I do is my boyfriend and I, we travel a lot. And, I, and that's why I kind of, that kind of fell into place because when I got with him, I wasn't trying to be an influencer or anything. I would just document our travels and that became a thing. People were like, um, where are y'all going next? Or where should I go here? Or what's that? So I say, oh my gosh, like we're onto something. Let me, this, the people want this. So I think my self-care is also just traveling and just doing things I love doing whether it's a brand, and it don't have to be a brand partnership, just doing things I like to do. Uh, whether it's like a staycation or it's a weekend getaway. Like this weekend, we're going to um, Christmas Town in Bush Gardens in Williamsburg. 
And so that's my, that's my like getaway, you know, let myself care. I'm not answering no emails or nothing about work. I'm just having a good time, you know? So, so that's what I like to do. What are some destinations you've been to so far? Like what has been your favorite international destination and then your favorite domestic destination? So I haven't been anywhere out the country yet, surprisingly, but that's um, on for 2023. Um, my boyfriend wants to go to Australia. Um, the furthest, yes, because he wants to go there. And I'm like, okay, because I want to go to Hawaii. I, we went one time, I want to go back. So Hawaii was the ultimate trip I've been on so far that like, absolutely love you have to go to Hawaii it's beautiful there um that's like the ultimate trip and I go to Disney every year because I want to be a Disney princess I mean who doesn't like when we got Princess Tiana it was a wrap for me and I met her oh my god I met her October and look on my page and it's so oh my god I took my my whimsical content like my Disney content because I'm trying to get in the Disney influencer space that's another whole subject too but yeah. yeah i mean it takes time add it to your vision board i create a vision board yeah. every year of the things i want for my life and then i also categorize it so it's just not jumbled in thoughts it's purposeful you know kind of yeah. like content creation i content create my vision board for myself yeah and just thinking about like how you're building your brand how does like social media really play a part in building your visibility? Do you think that social media is influential in creating like a bigger platform for yourself? Is it a good thing or a bad thing for you? I think it's, um, it's both. I think it's a win for me all around because this is my life. This is what I do. Um, like we could be on vacation, like, babe, I need like an hour cause I got an obligation post to post and he knows when it's work. So sometimes it could be like, all right, tomorrow I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to do that. So I think I think it's an all-around win because I feel like all the stuff I'm doing, all the things that that's come my way, I'm not doing it for nothing. And I feel like something's bigger is going to come out of it. Um, but when it's your job, everything has to be has to be strategic. From your post, you have to make sure everything's right. For instance, um, when I work at Walmart, um, they basically told me what to say. They told me I have free range, but they was like, hey, we don't like what you say right here. Delete this uh, and put this. I did. You got to put the hashtags. They came back. No, we want to change it. Um, we want you to put this. I'm like, okay, how many times are you going to tell me? So it's it's a whole process that people don't know. They thought it was my it was my words, but they didn't know it was Walmart too. You know, so it's definitely, if you in that part of it, it's definitely going to be working. You have to know your about your your time to like shut it off and when it's just like but everything has to be like perfect because once brain starts to watch you the next one is watching you so everything always has your, your posts always have to be a one every post you post like i used I, sometimes I want to post my twerking videos but i can't even do that no more because you know they're watching me i had a brand like unfollow me one time because i think i was like shaking my boots or something like that i'm like you know so it's it'd be a lot <laughs> You know, I understand that from two sides, one from the corporate marketing side behind the scenes when working with influencers like yourself, it's hard for us sometimes because we want to give you that creative freedom, but then we have to remember we have to protect our brand at the same time with having certain words or hashtags used. And then on the flip side, when I'm creating content for my own channels, just for fun, honestly, I just do it because I want to, I think about if a brand does see this, what will they think of me wearing their brand or saying like, this is something that you have to try. Yeah. You want people to yeah. 
love you in this space, but also know that you are a real person behind the content yeah. at the same time. And that's a hard line to walk. You know, close yeah. friends has become my favorite feature on Instagram because that's where mm-hmm. I post. Sorry, mom. That's why I post the ratchet content that, <laughs> that everyone else doesn't see that I can really like be free and be myself compared to the stuff that's in the public eye. I think I have to find the balance um, of being myself, but also still be a prince of the brands. I still want to, that's why they like me because I have a fun, you know, and I will shake a, shake a tail feather. So I still got to find a balance, you know, in between there, you know. And, you know, and again, this wasn't in our initial list of questions, but I saw that you, when you reached out to me, you had a media kit. First of all, that impressed me off the bat, because one thing I love is when people are reaching out to me, they have a media kit that clearly outlines who they are and what their interests or topics were. You came in in such a professional way. Can you give some suggestions to those who may not understand the importance of having a media kit? So having a media kit, oh, I can imagine the emails you get, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got to think like everyone wants to work with brands and a lot of people think that I'm going to email this person because I want to work with them because of what they see on Instagram. But the whole time, this is really a job. And that's like any job interview, you have to come correct. And to work, <clears throat> to work with a brand is pretty much, I'm saying what I can do for you. And they said, what can you do for me? It's not that they don't care that you're cute. They don't care that this and that. They want to see what you have done and how could you benefit them. And I don't think I do they don't realize that. So having a, a nice media kit um, is definitely saying, oh, it's like a resume. Basically saying, oh, she did this, she did that, she did this, she did that. And it has to be appealing to, you know, want these brands to want to work with you. I think it's very, very important. So just like you would send a resume out, you got to send that good media kit out. And if you don't know how to get one, hire somebody to make one, Google it, like, you know, I, I do my own everything, like my media kit and everything. So um, I learned how to do it because I've been in the industry, so I know what they're looking for. And um, I just think it's very, very important. Everything I do is professional and I try to I try to be, make it professional so they can take me seriously, you know, so, and, yeah. And that is, I'm glad you shared that with the listeners because when I looked at your media kit, you shared numbers, you shared examples mm-hmm. of your work. Those are all things as someone who works in the corporate marketing space and then also someone who is a podcaster. Those are things that are important to me because I want to make sure whoever is reaching out to me already has a digital presence. Because if that's, mm-hmm. if you're going to be on my show, you know, and you share the content <laughs> and you have never posted a day in your life, no one will know anything. You know, it just goes out into okay. space and no one knows who you are. Also being able to back build that up. Yes. Um, you know, um, because the thing, of, I'm not sure if I sent you my, my website and everything, but like all oh, my I press. I pulled it up. You can click on all the press and you can actually click on the show and you can see me on the show. You can see my, you can Google me on people's, like you can Google everything I'm sending you out, you mm-hmm. know? So um, it's there. So that's another thing too. You have to be able to back up what you're, what you're giving out, you know? Um, sometimes it's hard to like, you know, show that you work with this brand, but it's kind of personal, but I, I got all the contracts, all the contracts, you know? So it's, it's all about sometimes like, you know, showing, I think that's why a lot of people like want to work with me because they can actually Google in the high and they can see like, oh, okay, it, it, okay. So 
that's, your that's Google search tip. matters. Your Google search matters when people are looking you yeah. up because you know all the things that are linked to your name are part of your overall reputation. And you yeah. know, if the first thing that comes up is that you were featured on Taraji P. Henson's show, that you have this amazing following on social media. It came up. Special. Yeah, it did. I Googled you. Ah, I did Google. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I do my Googles for whoever's on my show. I Google. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. That's good to hear. <laughs> yes. And you know, my last question for you, we're we're already prepping for the new year that is right around the corner. I need to get my outfit together, but we are prepping for the new year. What is your vision for yourself in the upcoming year? And then maybe like your big <clears throat> dream for yourself in the next few years? So my my goal for 2023 is definitely to get bigger and better partnerships um, to get with the talent management company that can get me in these huge rooms. Um, and my goal for my collection um, is to eventually get in Target and H&M and those type of stores. Because when I go in there and I see those, that, that stuff is flimsy and that stuff is like, what type of where they been to come from? So I know I can get in here. So like that's the goal for the brand is to like be in Target, to be in um, you know, like H and M stuff like that, and me to also be in like Target campaigns, coach. They always have LGBT campaigns, um, H and M to do that. And once I start to get those type of partnerships, it only goes up. So that's like my goal for twenty twenty three is just to build these partnerships and continue to build a brand that's going to be in major you know stores and publications and stuff well so, i believe and receive that for you already we are adding yes. that to our vision board for 23 yep. put a picture of yourself there and my suggestion for you girl is to put a logo of every company you want to work with next to your picture yeah Just yes God. Yeah. manifest it you know I have my board over there waiting for me to write on it. So yes. <laughs> you know, I got to take down my old board and start pulling out things I just feel connected to when I'm like going through magazines. Like, you know how you're just drawn to certain words and phrases? There's a reason. And you know, one thing, you should, one thing you should do too, I did before. I used to go hiking, I used to do it. I did it in my backyard. For 2023, make a list of things that you want to get rid of or stop doing or makes you sad or whatever that's negative in your life and put it in, something and um say i want to release this and like burn it mm. everything that you want to remove and just burn it and 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 i was like I'm trying to remove this for the new year and i always tell people that's a good way that i kind of feel like when i release stuff because i have a lot of things like not depression but like anxiety and all this other crazy stuff so i'm like i want to stop that so what we'll do is we went out there we burn everything that's holding us down that's making us feel some type of way whatever burn it and to little shreds I love and it's like it's like you feel like relief like I get out you know yes yes sage it <laughs> yeah. burn it release it to the universe and let the universe take care of you before we yeah. close out today I have a few quick fire questions for you you want to play along sure okay now mind you this is top of the dome don't overthink it okay okay <laughs> all right <laughs> if you were a superhero what powers would you have I want something with my hands I can just do like that. And it's everything is just done. Or I could be a new person or I want a million dollars. I want that. <laughs> oh, you want the Sabrina effect. Yeah, like just make it happen instantly. Like make me in Disney World. Like that. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> Love that. All right. So you and the boo are going out. You look cute. You got your new outfit on. Hair is laid. Face is beat. 
What song or rap would you just body at karaoke night? Nicki Minaj Monster. Pull up in that monster all over here. Uh, uh, what a bad bitch that came from free. Like, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> Call up really. It first out, keep your brains. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's what a motherfucking monster, monster do. Birds. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's one of my favorite Nikki verses of all time besides Itty what? Bitty Piggy. That's my I want to say besides Itty Bitty Piggy. Yes. Itty Bitty Piggy eats down I every time. The with the man. You can call it a Yes. That verse eats down every time. And then hey. finally, if you were a coffee, what kind of coffee would you be? Dang, I don't drink coffee, but if I did, it would be some type of caramel, sweet, yeah. Like yeah. pure honey? I bet you still. Pure honey. Or it might be vanilla. It'll be pure honey or vanilla. What yeah. about a vanilla caramel macchiato latte or something like that? You know? Boom, yeah. there you go. It'll be that. It'll no be sound. that. With, with, with some whipped cream on top. Yeah. With some whipped yeah. cream on top and a dash of cinnamon. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Super. Well, thank you so much for joining me for coffee. How can more people find out about you and your platform? Tell us about the socials. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. So you can find me on Instagram on the Kai Carey. You can find me on Facebook and on the Kai Carey on what is it? TikTok. It's me, Nakai. Love yeah. that for you. Love that for you. And then for your earrings line, when should they expect? Um, can they get everything they need in time for the holiday season? Um, can they still? Oh yeah, definitely head to Nakai. Yes, it's still definitely time to get all your gifts. Then definitely head to nakaicarry.com and click the shop tab, and everything is right there. All the information that you want, um, I definitely can get them out to you for Christmas or after. Definitely check them out. A new collection is coming in twenty twenty three. I'm excited and. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me for coffee. I will chat with you very soon. Thank you. Wasn't that fun? I told you it was going to be fun. And FYI, I told Nakai that she could come on comfortable because, you know, the show is in audio format, but I do record over Zoom where I can see my guests. So I can visually engage with them. Nakai came with a full beat and a look. Okay. And then here I am in sweatpants and a beanie because <laughs> I took that comfort thing very seriously when I'm interviewing my guests, but I really appreciate her time and her telling her story about her creativity and inspiration behind building her brand. And I look forward to seeing all the amazing things she is going to do in the future and her around the DMV area during brunch season. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. I really enjoyed you spending time with me over coffee. To learn more about me and my business, you can go to my website, pinkdollhousemarketing.com. And you can also check out my business page on Instagram. You can slide in my DMs. That's cool. At Pink Doll House Marketing. I look forward to chatting with you very soon and I wish you an amazing holiday season. Please don't kill your relatives. It is not that serious to have that political conversation. Just watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and a little Charlie Brown Christmas while drinking some Baileys and you will be fine. But wishing you a happy holiday and if we don't talk soon before that, a very happy new year. I'll chat with you soon. Bye! with Yvonne is produced and edited by Yvonne Pearson. Coffee with Yvonne is created by Pink Doll House Marketing. Be 
you can catch the latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.